0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace.
1: You need to see yourself as a steward, not an owner of the money that you have.
0: Once you understand that it isn't your money, it's his money, and then he just blesses us and our finances improved. God really blessed our finances. You can trust God with your money. And now here's Andrew.
1: WELCOME TO OUR WEDNESDAY'S BROADCAST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. TODAY I'M IN THE MIDDLE OF MY FOURTH WEEK OF TEACHING ON FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP, AND I'VE GOT AT LEAST ANOTHER WEEK, MAYBE TWO WEEKS uh, LEFT ON THIS. THIS IS THE BOOK THAT I'M GIVING AWAY AS MY GIFT TO YOU. IT'LL COVER THE THINGS THAT WE'VE TALKED ABOUT. WE'RE ALSO OFFERING CD'S OR DVD'S FREE OF CHARGE. WE DO HAVE A PACKAGE DEAL WHERE WE HAVE A STUDY GUIDE HERE, WHERE WE HAVE A DVD WITH TESTIMONIES OF PEOPLE THAT HAVE SEEN GOD PROSPER THEM AND HOW THEY CAME THROUGH THEIR POVERTY AND IT WOULD BE A BLESSING TO YOU. AND SO WE HAVE A PACKAGE THAT WE'LL OFFER AT THE END OF THE PROGRAM, BUT WE ARE GIVING AWAY ONE OF THESE THREE THINGS, EITHER THE BOOK, THE CD'S, OR THE DVD'S, AS A GIFT, AND WE'LL GIVE OUT THAT INFORMATION AT THE END OF TODAY'S PROGRAM. SO THE TITLE OF THIS TEACHING IS REALLY DESCRIPTIVE OF WHAT I'VE BEEN TRYING TO GET ACROSS IS THAT WE ARE STEWARDS OF THE LORD'S RESOURCES. IT'S NOT JUST OURS. IT'S A MENTALITY. AND THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN EMPHASIZING IN THE FIRST TWO DAYS OF THIS WEEK IS THAT THE KEY TO PROSPERITY IS HAVING THE RIGHT ATTITUDE. SECOND CHRONICLES, CHAPTER 16, VERSE 9, SAYS THAT THE EYES OF THE LORD RUN TO AND FRO THROUGHOUT THE WHOLE EARTH, SEEKING TO SHOW HIMSELF STRONG IN BEHALF OF THOSE WHO are PERFECT IN HIS SIGHT. AND YOU CAN APPLY THAT TO MANY DIFFERENT THINGS, BUT IT APPLIES TO THIS AREA OF FINANCES, THAT YOU'VE GOT TO GET THE RIGHT ATTITUDE, AND GOD IS LOOKING FOR PEOPLE WHO WILL ALLOW THE FINANCES TO FLOW THROUGH THEM TO ACCOMPLISH GOD'S WILL INSTEAD OF JUST GIVING IT TO YOU SO THAT YOU CAN BUILD A DAM AND HOARD IT ALL. AND WHEN YOU GET THE RIGHT ATTITUDE, I'VE BEEN USING THIS VERSE OUT OF 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 9, VERSE 10 THAT SAYS GOD GIVES SEED TO THE SOWER. When you get to where you're a sower, you're a giver, you don't just keep it all, but you let it flow through you. If you become a river, a channel instead of a dam, a lake where you dam it up and just hold it all, man, God will... His eyes are looking to and fro throughout the earth looking for somebody who will have this attitude. So this is what I've been talking about. I've been reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, the last... COUPLE OF DAYS. YESTERDAY, WE WERE ON VERSE 9 WHERE IT SAYS THAT JESUS BECAME POOR SO THAT YOU THROUGH HIS POVERTY MIGHT BE MADE RICH. AND THIS ISN'T TALKING ABOUT JUST RICH EMOTIONALLY, RICH SPIRITUALLY. IT INCLUDES THAT. BUT IT'S TALKING ABOUT RICH FINANCIALLY. PART OF THE ATONEMENT OF JESUS IS TO PROSPER YOU AND TO MEET YOUR PHYSICAL NEEDS. JESUS DIED TO PRODUCE THAT. AND IF YOU AREN'T HAVING YOUR PHYSICAL NEEDS met, THEN YOU'RE MISSING OUT ON PART OF WHAT JESUS PURCHASED FOR YOU. IT DOESN'T JUST AUTOMATICALLY HAPPEN. YOU HAVE TO BELIEVE. AND THE POINT THAT I'VE BEEN MAKING IS THIS ATTITUDE IS REALLY KEY TO RELEASING THIS PROVISION THAT GOD HAS PROVIDED THROUGH JESUS. YOU'VE GOT TO GET THE RIGHT ATTITUDE BECAUSE IF GOD GAVE YOU MONEY, MONEY EMPOWERS YOU. AND IF YOU HAVE THE WRONG HEART ATTITUDE, THEN IT JUST EMPOWERS YOU TO DO THE WRONG THING. AND IT CAN ACTUALLY BECOME IDOLATRY TO YOU. COLOSSIANS 3:5 SAYS THAT covetousness IS IDOLATRY. IF YOU HAVE THE WRONG ATTITUDE TOWARDS MONEY AND TOWARDS THINGS, IT CAN BECOME IDOLATRY. AND SO IN VERSES 10 AND 11, I'M GOING TO SKIP THROUGH SOME OF THESE THINGS BECAUSE THERE'S A LOT OF MATERIAL HERE AND IT WOULD TAKE ME WEEKS OR MONTHS TO GET THROUGH IT. BUT VERSES 10 AND 11, after Paul had said all of these things about these people who, were, who had begged him to become a part of this offering, they didn't have much, but man, they were generous and they wanted to give. Now he's telling them to follow through and do what's in their heart. And I'm telling you, there are a lot of people that have a desire to be a blessing, but they're fearful about doing it. Paul is saying, you've got to follow through. Now do what you've said. Some of you, you have the desire. You just need to step out. AND YOU KNOW, ONE OF THE THINGS THAT THE LORD SAID OVER IN MALACHI CHAPTER 3, HE SAID IN VERSE 10, I BELIEVE IT IS, uh, PROVE ME NOW, HERE WE is, SAITH THE LORD, AND SEE IF I WON'T OPEN UP THE WINDOWS OF HEAVEN. MOST OF THE THINGS IN THE WORD OF GOD, GOD JUST TELLS YOU TO DO IT. HE'S GOD, YOU AREN'T, YOU NEED TO SUBMIT, DO IT. BUT WHEN IT COMES TO MONEY, HE SAYS, NOW TRY ME, PROVE ME, SEE IF IT DOESN'T WORK. I believe that God understands that, man, just getting to where you trust God in this area of finances is hard on a lot of people. And so he says, try it. Prove me. See if it won't work. I'm encouraging you. There are some of you that have a heart to be a giver, to put God's kingdom first, but you just haven't acted on it. Just as Paul said, now do it. Follow through with it. AND THEN HE SAID THIS IN VERSE 12. THIS IS REALLY IMPORTANT. FOR IF THERE BE FIRST A WILLING MIND, IT IS ACCEPTED ACCORDING TO THAT A MAN HATH, NOT ACCORDING TO THAT HE HATH NOT. AND THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT. IT'S THE HEART ATTITUDE. A WILLING MIND IS THE FIRST THING. AND YOUR GIFTS ARE ACCEPTED BASED ON THE HEART ATTITUDE THAT'S BEHIND IT. A VERSE THAT I'VE USED A NUMBER OF TIMES THROUGHOUT THIS TEACHING IS 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 13 VERSE 3. AND IT SAYS IF I GIVE ALL OF MY GOODS TO FEED THE POOR OR IF I GIVE MY BODY TO BE BURNED AND DON'T DO IT MOTIVATED BY CHARITY, WHICH IS GOD'S KIND OF LOVE, IT PROFITS YOU NOTHING. AND THIS IS SAYING THAT THE ATTITUDE, THE HEART ATTITUDE BEHIND YOUR GIFT IS MORE IMPORTANT THAN THE GIFT. IT'S NOT JUST... IT'S NOT JUST THE PHYSICAL ACT, IT'S THE HEART ATTITUDE EXPRESSED THROUGH YOUR PHYSICAL ACT. SOME PEOPLE THINK IT'S JUST AS SIMPLE AS LIKE PUTTING A COIN IN A SLOT MACHINE. YOU PULL A HANDLE AND GOD COMES OUT. GOD, I'M GOING TO GIVE NOW. YOU'VE GOT TO GIVE BACK. NO, IT DEPENDS ON YOUR heart ATTITUDE. IF YOU GIVE WITH THE WRONG ATTITUDE, EVEN TO FEED THE POOR, OR IF YOU GIVE YOUR BODY TO BE BURNED AND DON'T DO IT MOTIVATED WITH THE RIGHT ATTITUDE OF LOVE, IT PROFITS YOU NOTHING. IF ALL THERE WAS TO PROSPERITY IS GIVE AND IT'S GIVEN BACK unto YOU, LUKE 6.38, AND IF THAT JUST AUTOMATICALLY WORKED LIKE CLOCKWORK, WELL, THEN MOST OF THE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM, MAN, YOU WOULD BE MULTI-MILLIONAIRES. DID YOU KNOW THAT A HUNDRED-FOLD RETURN ON $10,000 WOULD BE MULTIPLE MILLIONS OF DOLLARS? THAT'S AWESOME, AND YET THERE'S MANY PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT HAVE GIVEN $10,000 OR MAYBE IN SOME OF THESE OTHER COUNTRIES YOU'VE GIVEN SOMETHING THAT WOULD BE EQUIVALENT TO THAT, MAYBE NOT THE SAME DOLLAR AMOUNT, BUT YOU'VE GIVEN ENOUGH THAT YOU OUGHT TO HAVE ENOUGH IF ALL IT WAS WAS JUST GIVE AND BOOM, IT AUTOMATICALLY COMES BACK. BUT KNOW THE HARD ATTITUDE. AS HE SAID HERE, IF THERE BE FIRST A WILLING MIND, IT IS ACCEPTED ACCORDING TO THAT A MAN HATH AND NOT ACCORDING TO THAT HE HATH NOT. YOUR HEART ATTITUDE BEHIND YOUR GIFT IS MORE IMPORTANT. SO I'M IN THE MIDDLE OF MY FOURTH WEEK OF TEACHING AND I'M STILL TALKING ABOUT THIS HEART ATTITUDE. I'M GOING TO GET INTO TALKING ABOUT SOME OTHER THINGS CONCERNING PROSPERITY AND STUFF, BUT I'VE EMPHASIZED A BUNCH TALKING ABOUT THE ATTITUDE OF THE HEART. AND I THINK THAT SOMETIMES THIS IS MISSING WHEN PEOPLE TEACH ON PROSPERITY BECAUSE THEY JUST PREACH ON THE GIVE AND THE GET PART. AND HOW GOD WANTS TO MEET YOUR NEEDS, BUT THEY DON'T DEAL WITH THIS HARD ATTITUDE. It's this IS THE KEY. YOU'VE GOT TO SEE YOURSELF AS A STEWARD. AND IT JUST GOES ON AND CONTINUES uh, TO TALK ABOUT FINANCES. LET ME JUMP DOWN TO THE NINTH CHAPTER. I'M SKIPPING THROUGH A LOT OF THINGS. ONE OF THE THINGS HERE THAT HE SAID THAT this offering that was going to be given to them, that he was going to take people from Corinth who would travel with him so that they could provide for things honest in the sight of other people. In other words, he was going to have a large amount of money and they were going to give him all of this money and he didn't want to get to Jerusalem and somebody accuse him of taking some of this money and using it for himself. So he had some of the Corinthians come with him so that they could see that he delivered 100% of what was given to him in this offering. And I think that this is significant, that ministers need to provide an accountability to the people that they give to. You know, our ministry is super transparent. And we tell people exactly where all the money is going and we tell them things like this because it's important. And and uh, there's a lot of ministries that wind up getting in trouble because they did misappropriate funds that came into the ministry and they used it for personal things. We go above and beyond trying to, BE HONEST AND ABOVE BOARD IN THESE THINGS. IN CHAPTER 9, IN VERSE 1, IT SAYS, FOR AS TOUCHING THE MINISTERING TO THE SAINTS, IT IS SUPERFLUOUS FOR ME TO WRITE TO YOU. IN OTHER WORDS, HE'S TALKING ABOUT GIVING TO THE SAINTS. IT'S NOT NECESSARY FOR ME TO WRITE TO YOU. IN VERSE 2, FOR I KNOW THE FORWARDNESS OF YOUR MIND, FOR WHICH I BOAST TO YOU OF THEM OF MACEDONIA, THAT Achaia WAS READY A YEAR AGO, AND YOUR ZEAL HATH PROVOKED VERY MANY. In other words, these people were such givers that Paul had used their testimony about how generous they were in giving to provoke other people into giving. I think that's significant. You know, I gave a testimony this week about a church that, uh, for a four day meeting, gave me a $50,000 offering and and stuff. And people hear that and it ought to provoke us. Well, man, I want to be the biggest giver. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. We need to provoke each other unto good works. IN VERSE 3, HE SAYS, YET HAVE I SENT THE BRETHREN, LEST OUR BOASTING OF YOU SHOULD BE IN VAIN IN THIS BEHALF, THAT AS I SAID, YE MAY BE READY, LEST HAPPILY IF THEY OF MACEDONIA COME WITH ME AND FIND YOU UNPREPARED, WE THAT WE SAY NOT YE SHOULD BE ASHAMED IN THIS SAME CONFIDENT BOASTING. AGAIN, YOU KNOW, THIS IS KING JAMES ENGLISH, WHICH I DON'T HAVE A PROBLEM WITH IT, A LOT OF PEOPLE DO. BUT WHAT THIS IS SAYING IS HE HAD BOASTED TO THE PEOPLE OF MACEDONIA THAT Achaia HAD BEEN READY A YEAR AGO TO PARTICIPATE IN THIS OFFERING. AND NOW HE'S SAYING, I JUST WANT YOU TO GO AHEAD AND FOLLOW THROUGH BECAUSE I DON'T WANT TO BE EMBARRASSED AND I DON'T WANT YOU TO BE EMBARRASSED THAT I BOASTED OF YOU AND THEN YOU DIDN'T DELIVER ON IT. SO THAT'S ALL HE'S SAYING IS YOU JUST NEED TO MAKE SURE THAT YOU FOLLOW THROUGH ON WHAT YOU'VE SAID. And then in verse 5, he says, Therefore I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before unto you and make up beforehand your bounty, whereof you had noticed before that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not as of covetousness. You know, I could take this right here and amplify on this a bunch. I'm just going to say this quickly and move on. But there are so many ministers that when they receive an offering, it is not bounty. It's not generous it's not willing it's not free will it's under duress it's under obligation and he goes on here and talks about that he hates that god hates us putting people under pressure to give and yet i guarantee you there's a lot of ministers that do this and that's one reason that god doesn't doesn't bless them and trust them with more finances is because they're they're manipulating people with it HE GOES ON TO SAY IN VERSE 6, HE SAYS, BUT THIS I SAY, HE WHICH SOWETH SPARINGLY SHALL REAP ALSO SPARINGLY, AND HE WHICH SOWETH BOUNTIFULLY SHALL REAP ALSO BOUNTIFULLY. YOU KNOW, THIS IS SO SIMPLE. YOU SHOULDN'T EVEN HAVE TO SAY THIS. BUT IT'S AMAZING TO ME HOW MANY PEOPLE ARE WANTING GOD TO SUPPLY THESE BIG NEEDS FOR THEM, AND YET THEY GIVE JUST A TINY BIT. THAT'S LIKE A FARMER THAT GOES OUT AND HE'S WANTING TO REAP A field of, you know, a whole section, 640 acres worth of of crop, and yet he's only going to plant two or three seeds. You're absolutely crazy if you think you're going to reap 640 acres and you only plant two or three seeds in just a few square inches. It doesn't work that way. If you want 640 acres to be reaping, you have to plant that much seed. AND YET THERE'S PEOPLE THAT IN THE SPIRITUAL REALM, THEY ARE BELIEVING GOD FOR THESE BIG THINGS, AND YET THEY'RE GIVING JUST VERY, VERY SMALL AMOUNTS. NOW AGAIN, IT'S IMPORTANT THAT YOU RECOGNIZE THAT THE LORD'S NOT TALKING ABOUT JUST, YOU KNOW, YOU HAVE TO GIVE uh, $10,000, $100,000. IT'S PROPORTIONAL TO WHAT YOU HAVE. AND IF YOU ONLY HAVE A SMALL AMOUNT, IF YOU GIVE, YOU KNOW, IF YOU HAVE $10 AND YOU GIVE $5, THEN YOU'VE GIVEN A 50% OFFERING. THAT'S HUGE IN THE SIGHT OF GOD, AND THAT'S GOING TO PRODUCE A LOT OF FRUIT. SO DON'T MISUNDERSTAND WHAT I'M SAYING. And I, YOU DON'T HAVE TO GO OUT AND EVERYBODY PLANT A MILLION DOLLARS. SOMEBODY DOESN'T HAVE TO SIT THERE AND EVERY PERSON GIVE $10,000. BUT YOU NEED TO GIVE GENEROUS IF YOU WANT TO RECEIVE GENEROUSLY. THAT'S JUST THE WAY THAT IT WORKS. IT'S SO SIMPLE. IF... DID YOU KNOW A FARMER, IN A SENSE, DETERMINES HOW BIG HIS HARVEST IS GOING TO BE BY HOW MUCH HE PLANTS? YOU CAN DETERMINE WHAT YOUR INCOME IS GOING TO BE BY HOW MUCH YOU GIVE. AND I KNOW THAT SOME PEOPLE THINK, NO, YOU CAN'T DO THAT. THAT'S MANIPULATING GOD. WELL, THAT'S NOT MANIPULATING GOD ANY MORE THAN IT'S MANIPULATING THE NATURAL LAWS THAT HE MADE TO GO PLANT a whole acre and expect to reap a whole acre to go plant a thousand acres and expect to reap a thousand acres you can determine your harvest by how much you give that works in the natural and it works in the spiritual and so he's just saying if you reap if you sow sparingly you're going to reap sparingly if you sow bountifully you'll reap bountifully everybody wants to reap bountifully and sow sparingly it doesn't work that way you got to be generous you got to be a giver YOU CAN GIVE YOUR WAY OUT OF POVERTY. THAT DOESN'T EVEN MAKE SENSE TO THE NATURAL MIND, BUT THAT'S WHAT THIS IS SAYING. IF YOU WANT AN ABUNDANT HARVEST, PLANT AN ABUNDANT CROP. AND THEN LOOK AT THIS IN VERSE 7, EVERY MAN ACCORDING AS HE PURPOSETH IN HIS HEART, SO LET HIM GIVE, NOT GRUDGINGLY OR OF NECESSITY, FOR GOD LOVETH A CHEERFUL GIVER. YOU ARE SUPPOSED TO GIVE AS YOU PURPOSE IN YOUR HEART. AND YET AGAIN, SO MANY MINISTERS PUT A GUILT TRIP ON PEOPLE. THEY'LL TELL YOU THAT WE'RE GOING TO GO OFF THE AIR IF YOU DON'T GIVE. THEY'LL SHOW YOU THE PICTURES OF LITTLE CHILDREN WITH swollen BELLIES AND FLIES CRAWLING ON THEM AND SAYING THIS PERSON'S GOING TO DIE IF YOU DON'T GIVE. AND THEY CAUSE PEOPLE TO GIVE OUT OF DEBT AND OUT OF OBLIGATION. AND I GO BACK TO THAT VERSE. I'VE ALREADY QUOTED 1 CORINTHIANS 13, 3. IF YOU GIVE ALL OF YOUR GOODS TO FEED THE POOR OR IF YOU GIVE YOUR BODY TO BE BURNED, AND DON'T DO IT MOTIVATED BY LOVE. IF YOU DO IT MOTIVATED OUT OF GUILT, IF YOU DO IT MOTIVATED OUT OF CONDEMNATION BECAUSE YOU'RE WORRIED ABOUT WHAT PEOPLE ARE GOING TO THINK ABOUT YOU, IT PROFITS YOU NOTHING. GOD LOVES A CHEERFUL GIVER. YOU ARE SUPPOSED TO GIVE AS YOU PURPOSE IN YOUR OWN HEART. I actually had a man who was on my board of directors and he was the president of a bank and he was a very wealthy man. He's now gone to be with Jesus. But he was on my board of directors and he was at a meeting and the minister received an offering. And he says, I need so much money in order to do something. And he says, we're going to receive an offering and then I don't want anybody to leave. We're going to count the offering and make sure I got enough. So he received the offering, had them counted and they were short. So he says, we're taking up a second offering. AND HE TOOK UP A SECOND offering AND MADE him STAY THERE. AND HE COUNTED, AND HE SAID, WE'RE STILL SHORT. WE NEED A THOUSAND MORE DOLLARS. AND HE SAYS, I'VE GOT THE DOORS LOCKED, NOBODY'S LEAVING UNTIL I GET THIS THOUSAND DOLLARS. AND DID YOU KNOW THIS MAN WHO WAS ON MY BOARD OF DIRECTORS, HE GAVE THE THOUSAND DOLLARS JUST SO THAT EVERYBODY COULD LEAVE. HE FELT IT WAS TERRIBLE WHAT THIS GUY WAS DOING. AND I TOLD HIM, I SAID, YOU JUST REWARDED THAT KIND OF BEHAVIOR. I said, you should not have done that. And he says, but I, he wasn't going to let people go. And I said, well, then I would have sat there until the cows came home, but I would not have given that guy that money. That is wrong. That is, that is against everything. You're supposed to give as your purpose in your heart. Now you can encourage people and tell them that as you give and sow a little, you'll reap a little, sow a lot, you'll reap a lot. You can encourage them. You can try and build their faith and stuff, but to sit there and demand things of people is wrong. YOU KNOW, WHEN I FIRST GOT TURNED ON TO THE LORD, I WAS ONLY 18 YEARS OLD, AND I MEAN, ONE OF THE FIRST THINGS I DID WAS GO TO THIS REAL FAMOUS EVANGELIST THAT CAME THROUGH TOWN. I WAS SITTING ON THE FRONT ROW JUST EXCITED, READY TO RECEIVE, AND HE RECEIVED AN OFFERING. AND HE SAID, I DON'T WANT ANYBODY IN HERE TO GIVE $20 OR $50 OR ANYTHING. HE SAYS, I WANT YOU JUST TO GIVE $2. HE SAYS, IF YOU WENT TO A MOVIE, THIS WILL SHOW YOU HOW LONG AGO THIS WAS. HE SAYS, YOU'D PAY $2 to go to the movie, and he says, "I want everybody in here to give two dollars. If you don't have two dollars, borrow it from your friend and pay him back." But he says, "I want you to give two dollars and hold it up." I was sitting on the front row, right in front of him, probably not more than five, ten feet away. And he says, "I'm I'm waiting until you get your two dollars and put it up." And I folded my arms like this and just stared the guy down. Eighteen years old, but I wasn't about to give out of duress. I knew enough to know that you're supposed to give. A FREE WILL OFFERING AS YOU PURPOSE IN YOUR HEART. AND HE JUST KEPT uh, PRESSURING PEOPLE AND HE WAS LOOKING RIGHT AT ME. You've WHERE'S YOUR TWO DOLLARS? AND I DIDN'T SAY A THING. IF HE WOULD HAVE POINTED ME OUT, I WAS JUST WAITING ON HIM TO ISOLATE ME AND POINT ME OUT SO I COULD STAND UP IN FRONT OF THESE THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE AND TELL THEM THAT, you YOU KNOW, THIS IS WRONG. YOU AREN'T SUPPOSED TO BE DOING THIS. AND SO ANYWAY, AS AN 18-YEAR-OLD, I KNEW BETTER THAN THIS. AND YET... I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE, BROTHERS AND SISTERS, BUT THERE ARE SOME OF YOU THAT DO NOT GIVE WITH THE PROPER MOTIVATION. YOU GET... YOU WAIT UNTIL A PERSON IS DESPERATE AND THEN THEY TELL YOU HOW PITIFUL THEY ARE AND HOW BAD THEIR SITUATION IS, AND YOU GIVE THIS EMOTIONAL GIVING WHERE YOU'RE BEGGED WHERE ALL THESE THINGS HAPPEN. YOU KNOW, I WENT TO ONE OF THE BIG TELEVISION NETWORKS. THIS HAS BEEN 25, 30 YEARS AGO, AND I WENT THERE AND IT WAS BAD. It was not good the way things were going. Matter of fact, that network doesn't exist today. It's out of existence. And uh, the people that were working there knew that it was wrong. And I had the guy who was the CEO of this ministry take me into a room, and it was probably a 15 by 20 foot room. And it had letters that had already been written, sealed, put in these window envelopes with the person's address on there, stacked to the ceiling, 15 or twenty. 15 by 20, this room. And I said, what is this? And he said, these are our crisis, six months crisis letters, two years in advance. And I just thought, how can you write a crisis letter about the crisis you're in two years in advance? And I asked him, and he says, they're made up crisis. He says, but we've learned that people give when you're in a crisis. And so we just made up these crisis. And if we don't send these out, well, then we will have a crisis. And so this is what they were doing. They were manipulating people. And did you know I had a man that actually gave me a building in Manitou Springs, Colorado. That's how we moved to the Colorado Springs area. He gave me a hotel. And when he first gave it to us, he worked for me. And uh he gave money to this ministry that I'm talking about that had these THESE CRISIS LETTERS THAT WEREN'T REAL. THEY WERE MADE UP. HE GAVE LIKE $20,000 TO THEM IN THE PREVIOUS YEAR. AND uh, HE SAYS, WHY DON'T YOU TELL PEOPLE WHAT YOUR NEED IS? BECAUSE WHEN HE STARTED WORKING FOR ME AND HE SAW HOW WE DID THINGS, HE REALIZED WE NEEDED A LOT MORE MONEY. AND HE SAYS, YOU DON'T EVER BEG FOR MONEY. YOU DON'T EVER SAY ANYTHING. AND THEN HE TOLD ME, I GAVE $20,000 TO THIS OTHER uh, MINISTRY. And I said, why? And he said, because they, they were begging for it. They were saying they were going to go off television and stuff. And I said, you know what? You didn't give where you were fed. He said, you are the one that fed me. I should have sent it to you. He said, every time I prayed about where it should go, I thought of you because you were the one that God was using to change my life. But you didn't beg for money. And so I wound up sending it someplace else. You know what? When you give that way, you're rewarding this negative behavior. WHEN YOU GIVE AND LIE ABOUT YOUR NEEDS OR AMPLIFY YOUR NEEDS OR CONDEMN PEOPLE AND TELL THEM IF YOU DON'T GIVE, YOUR LOVED ONES ARE GOING TO GO TO HELL UNLESS YOU GIVE TO ME. I ACTUALLY TOOK A LETTER FROM A MAN ONE TIME AND A WOMAN SAYS, WHAT AM I GOING TO DO? HE SAID, I'VE GOT TO GIVE A THOUSAND DOLLARS TO SEE MY LOVED ONES BORN AGAIN. WHAT DO I DO? I TOOK THE LETTER AND tore IT INTO PIECES AND THREW IT IN THE TRASH. AND SHE SAYS, YOU CAN'T DO THAT. AND I SAID, I JUST DID AND SHE SAYS, BUT HE WOKE UP AT 2 IN THE MORNING AND HAD MY NAME COME TO HIM AND WROTE ME THIS LETTER AND SAID IF I will JUST SEND a $1,000, ALL THE PEOPLE I'M PRAYING FOR WILL BE BORN AGAIN. I SAID HE SENT THAT SAME LETTER TO 10,000 PEOPLE. HIS COMPUTER PERSONALIZED IT. I SAID THIS IS FALSE. It's IT'S CROOKED. AND I SAID DON'T REWARD IT. IF YOU GIVE TO THINGS LIKE THAT, YOU'RE ENCOURAGING THEM. YOU'RE ENABLING THEM. THE REASON PEOPLE DO THAT IS BECAUSE IT WORKS. YOU NEED TO GIVE AS YOU PURPOSE IN YOUR HEART, NOT GRUDGINGLY OR OF NECESSITY BECAUSE YOU'VE BEEN DEMANDED, BECAUSE YOU'VE BEEN CONDEMNED, COERCED INTO IT. GOD LOVES A CHEERFUL GIVER. HE LOVES A PERSON WHO GIVES BECAUSE THEY WANT TO GIVE. AGAIN, THIS GOES BACK TO THE SAME THING I'VE BEEN SAYING FOR FOUR WEEKS. IT'S A HEART ATTITUDE. YOU NEED TO GET THE RIGHT ATTITUDE ABOUT FINANCES. IF YOU ARE SUSCEPTIBLE TO GUILT, CONDEMNATION, COERCION, AND ALL THESE kind OF THINGS, IT'LL VOID THE RETURN ON YOUR GIFT. YOU GOT TO GIVE WITH A RIGHT HEART. I'M GIVING YOU THIS TEACHING ENTITLED FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP. THIS BOOK IS A FREE GIFT TO YOU. WE'VE ALSO GOT CD'S AND DVD'S THAT WE'LL SEND YOU FREE OF CHARGE. WE'VE GOT OTHER THINGS, DVD'S WITH TESTIMONIES, STUDY GUIDES, ALL KINDS OF THINGS. WE'VE GOT THESE MATERIALS IN SPANISH BUT IF YOU WANT THE TEACHING, YOU CAN GET THE BOOK, THE CD, OR THE DVDs AS OUR GIFT TO YOU. AND I TELL YOU, THIS WOULD CHANGE YOUR LIFE. IT'LL CAUSE PROSPERITY TO START COMING YOUR WAY IF YOU GET THE RIGHT ATTITUDE.
0: WELCOME TO THE AWM MINUTE, A SMALL GLIMPSE ON HOW THE FRIENDS AND PARTNERS OF ANDREW WOMACK MINISTRIES ARE SAVING LIVES AROUND THE WORLD, LIVES LIKE SCOTT PETERSON. When a horrific car accident put Scott in the trauma unit, he was unconscious, on life support, and expected to lose one of his legs. While the doctors prognosed a very small chance of survival, his wife, Diane, stood her ground that by the stripes of Jesus, her husband was healed.
1: I had to tap into what God's Word said, so I just opened up to Psalm 91. With long life, I will satisfy Him and show Him my salvation that came alive to me. I felt that the Lord spoke to me. He's going to be okay.
0: To the surprise of the entire medical staff, Scott made a miraculous recovery, and in a matter of weeks, he walked out of the hospital on his own two feet. To see Scott's full healing journey, visit awmi.net today. Andrew is offering his complete teaching on financial stewardship in your choice of either a book, CD album, or DVD album as his free gift to you today go to awmi.net to order your free product today. This offer is limited to one free product per household and is only available in the US, UK, Canada, and Australia. This teaching is also available as a companion study guide for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Or you can get these valuable resources in the Financial Stewardship Package This package includes the Financial Stewardship book, study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This DVD includes six testimonies of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or you can call our helpline at 719-635-1111. We're pleased to announce our helpline is now open seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 24 hours a day and Saturday and Sunday from 7 30 a.m. to 6 p.m. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of December, Andrew will be in Woodland Park to host the musical production The Heart of Christmas. The Heart of Christmas is an unforgettable mix of modern-day biblical stories with heartwarming, familiar seasonal songs and American traditions that represent the true meaning of the season. In January, start off the new year with Andrew and guest speaker Dennis Berg in Glendale, Arizona at the Phoenix Gospel Truth Conference. And in February, join Andrew and guest speaker Jeremy Pearsons in Orlando for a Gospel Truth Conference. Then, Andrew will be speaking in Naples. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. From the creators of God With Us comes The Heart of Christmas, a story like you've never experienced before, a story that takes you around the world and back through time, an adventure for you and your entire family to enjoy year after year. As a special offer for the holiday season, Andrew would like to offer you The Heart of Christmas DVD for just $25. Order your copy today at awmi.net.